Good morning, beautiful people. Good morning. Welcome to Love, Babs, Love Talk. I'm Babs Rolls Ivy. Happy first day of Lent, Ash Wednesday. Well, I don't want to say happy. It's a somber time. It's a 40-day walk. Uh, Lent just means spring. So it's a 40-day walk into spring, right? A religious walk. So this is the time where you reflect on uh, your life, sins, uh, and all the things that sort of give you pause today begins. So uh, Ash Wednesday reminds us um, that we are moving into a solemn time um, and that we should prepare our hearts and minds uh, for renewal. So I hope um, that those that celebrate um, are ready. And those that don't celebrate at least benefit a little bit from those of us who do celebrate. So I am going to uh, work on fasting for these 40 days. And that was the whole point of Mardi Gras last night. (laughs) So so between Ash Wednesday and Easter, um, it's 40 days and it's Lent. Uh, and it means spring. And so, you know, usually people give up something for Lent. Uh, I'm giving up cocktails and wine and beer and spirits and all of that for the next 40 days. Um, that's my goal. <laughs> now, I do this all the time. I start, I get through the first week and I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, but um but you know, I had to I had to give up drinking anyway when I before I had these surgeries three years ago. So uh during the pandemic. So it's not hard, like I don't have a drinking problem. I just like to drink. Um so anyway, we use this time to repent, we use this time to renew ourselves, we use this time to get closer to God, we use this time to focus, uh, to be a little bit somber and uh <laughs> Harry's given up going out in cocktails too. <laughs> so I think that's Harry's way of saying I'm I'm with you, Babs. So so anyway, uh, so so I'll I'll be fasting from sun up to sundown for the next forty days, which I'm kind of looking forward to. You know, uh, I've got some dinners scheduled. And some other stuff scheduled that I will make. Uh, for the most part, I'll be fasting with for the Lenten season. And Ramadan, it's like just it sort of extends the Lenten season because um, they sort of overlap. So, so I, I'll just get all the religious, uh, all the religious tools in my toolbox. So, so anyway. Um, I don't know if I'll get to a service today to get the ashes on my forehead. Um, because I don't I don't have a I don't have a church home. So uh and there are some drive up places, you know. I think there's one in Hamden that you could drive up to and get ashes on your forehead. You know, but that I, I don't want to do that. I want I want to sit in somebody's church. So so we'll see. Maybe, maybe there's a an afternoon service somewhere that I could pop into and and uh, get some of that. I'll I'll take a look. I should have probably taken a deep dive yesterday, but you know Mardi Gras. 
So, so let me get into it. Mardi Gras was fun, fun, fun. It was so much fun at the library last night. High five, New Haven Pub- New Haven Free Public Library, Lauren Anderson and Mike Morand and uh, Lewis. Oh, my God. I had so much fun. It really was good fun. And the food was good. It was really good. It was and it and it it had the vibe, it had the right vibe. I saw my 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 hubby Tim Cabral, which was lovely to see him. And he's feeling good and he's looking good and he was mixing cocktails and that was fun. Um they had a little wine bar somewhere. Um it was good. Rice, there was rice and sausages and peas. So uh it was it was wonderful. It was wonderful. So I had a I had a damn good time. <laughs> Harry, you want me to give you a uh uh a, a, a talk to a talking to about uh what the ashes mean? <laughs> I I'm sorry I'm I'm um texting you this stuff, but I'm eating. Um <laughs> I didn't want to talk with my mouth full on the air. Well, you would have you would have loved the food last night. They didn't have any. Was there some chicken? I don't know if there was chicken last night. I didn't see any chicken. Oh, we're on the street. Oh, hey, Paul. <laughs> Morning, Babs. How are you? I'm good. Have, uh, it's Ash Wednesday, so you know we're feeling a little. It is, and I heard you talking about the season. It was very interesting. So I'd like you to meet Myra, who actually has already gotten her ashes today. She's here. Where? Where did she get Baptist. them? Uh, we got them at St. Thomas around the corner. Where are and you I, at, you know, Poppies? At St. Thomas. Uh, St. Thomas More. You know, oh, Thomas I know where Moore that is. is. On, on Whitney Street. Avenue. On where? No, on no, Park Street. Oh, I don't know where that is. Oh, I know where that is. <laughs> Myra's here now having um, having some eggs with her friend who also got her ashes, but uh, she, she chose not to come on air, which, of course, is totally fine. So Myra, tell us, um, is this the, how many years you've been getting answers your whole life? Um, and am I saying well, it right, getting answers? Yes, yes. Okay. Well, on and off, because I recently moved uh, from New York City. Mm-hmm. I live in Bradford now. And we actually came to the old neighborhood, New Haven, to get our ashes. What do you mean by the old neighborhood? Um, New Haven, because my uh, my daughter used to live in the area. Are you with your daughter this morning? Yeah, okay. she's my daughter. And um, we now live in Bramford. I live with her. Oh, how nice. And we just decided to, you know, go early because, you know, the other times are not convenient for us. What time was the mass at St. Thomas? Uh, it was 8 o'clock in the morning. That's later than the others in town. St. Mary's and um, St. Aidan's, they go 7.30. Oh, okay. And you got the ticket. And um, and how, have you your whole life gotten answers on the answer? I... Well, I used to work for um, Department of Education, and my hours wouldn't allow me because it'd be just a long day. But I would sometimes try to fit it in, like during lunch, quickly go get my ashes. Mm-hmm. But you know, I like to stay for the full mass and just, you know, pray. And this is the first year you retired. <laughs> Oh, yes. I so in other words, this is the first year you've gone back to getting ashes and going to mass or no? I, I, yes, to mass during uh, 
Asha Windsor. So is it accurate to say that for many years you would sometimes be able to get out of work to get Asha, sometimes not, but you would never do it the way you wanted to do, exactly. which is to be able to sit through a whole service and have it be part of a larger experience. Yeah. Did you have that growing up, Myra? I did. Actually, uh, my parents instilled that in me, and then I still live in my children also. And where did you grow up? Um, I, in New York City, well, partly Queens. Queens. So can I ask you about the service this morning? What did they talk about? What was it like to be there? Well, it was like a regular, you know, service. Um, and um, the ashes were administered and also communion and the regular year. And was it in Latin or English? It was in English. And did they talk about anything? They read scripture? What was the... Incidentally, the usual, uh, yeah. You read the gospel. So what were you thinking about? Was it what you were hoping? Yes, and it also, um, I don't know, I just felt this peace, this peace, uh, just listening to it, and I don't know, I just felt about it. Boy, people love St. Thomas More. I oh know that God, anyone yes. I know who goes to that church thinks it's the most wonderful place. Oh, especially Father Ryan. Yeah. Oh my God. At what point does service to the ashes come? Um, yeah, towards the middle, and then after that, then the... <coughs> was there a moment at which you felt that peace? Was there a special moment? Well, actually, I felt peace as soon as I walked into the church, and I just started, you know, praying, and just so peaceful. I love this idea about this moment that retirement is offering you. Uh, yes. And also you're retiring to go live with your daughter. Which is oh, yes. Father. And my granddaughter, too. How old is your granddaughter? Uh, she's going to be four. Mine's just three. And, uh, and, and, and so tell me about that. Have you always wanted to move up here as retirement? Uh, originally, I wasn't sure where I wanted to go, but you know what? Um, I think family is the most important thing, and this is why my daughter is here, my grandchild is here, and I'm just gonna, you know, be uh, more family oriented with them. And um, are you gonna be watching the kids during the day? Or? No, she's actually in uh, school, mm -hmm. and uh, but when the afternoon, then you know, you're there. Oh, yes. Who's cooking dinner these days? Actually, you don't have to answer this question. It's me. It's you. What are you I think the king. <laughs> <laughs> My granddaughter actually loves rice and beans. And what you, so this morning you have an omelet. So it's right after St. Thomas morning you came here to Maze on Mathis. Yes. Have you ever been here before? No, actually, no. Actually, my daughter has. And what do you think of Maze on Mathis? Oh, I love it. Is this part of retirement too? Because I noticed you got a latte, right? Well, we're going to share. Are you going to share the latte? We both have a latte. Oh, you got the waffles. We got the waffles. And, and uh, what kind of omelet? Cortadito. Uh, cortado. Cortado. And that is a mushroom caramelized onion omelet. We're right. trying not to eat meat for yes. Oh, is that what you're giving up? That's we're gonna ask you giving up. Now, yes. Fabs, can you hear us? Yes. Okay, so you're giving up you're giving up, giving meat. up meat. All meat. Yes. For 40 days. Well, well, um today so, and on Fridays. We try for Fridays. Yes. But definitely on Good Friday. Yes. Fridays and maybe one other day a week. And Babs, you said you're giving up cocktails. Does that include bourbon, Babs? Yes. Wow, that's serious. <laughs> I won't tell you about the latest <laughs> I discovered. So, Babs, any questions? So, uh, so what are you going to do for the next forty days as we get as we uh, step into the Lent season? What am I going to do? For the you say days? after the forty days are up. You saying, Babs? No. What are What are you going to do during the forty days? Are you going to go to church any, more? Yeah, you go to church. Anything special in the forty days? Uh, 
Um, actually, I also do a lot of meditation and affirmations. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. And um, what about Easter? What's that to be like this year? Have you always come up for Easter with the family? No. This is going to be actually my first Easter in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Do you look forward to that at the end of the day? Of course. And tell me about Easter. Any Celebrate. special memories or traditions for you on Easter? Um, well, growing up with my kids, I guess, um, Easter baskets. The Easter baskets. They will love the Easter baskets. And now you got it with your grandchildren. Granddaughter. And, and my granddaughter. And then um, what about the rest of today? What are you going to be doing before cooking dinner? Well, I guess I'm going to go home and uh, I'm going to see if uh, I'm trying to do uh, go into digital products, selling digital products online. So I'm doing research. Oh, so you're not fully retired. You're going to be retired, but do some funding on the side. Exactly. Like a passive income. What digital product? Um, for example, I'll create a template, a flyer template. And then I go and sell it. But I mean, like, what kind of products would you be selling? Digital. Um, I create uh, presentations, uh, flyers, templates. Oh, no, it's you'll sell stuff that people would use when they want to create documents. And exactly. And I'll, you know, just sell it to them. Does that relate to work you did in New York? No. No, I will actually, in New York, I would do a lot of professional development or presentations to parents at my school. Okay, so you worked before the end. What was your yes. job? That was my job. It was a parent coordinator. At school? Where is that? In Queens. Okay. So now Queens always struck me as so interesting because of how many different nationalities there. It's like the whole earth is in Queens. You're absolutely right. Especially when you ride the number seven train, every stop is a different community. <laughs> You're going to miss that? Yes and no. Bradford's not exactly like that. No, yeah. but I, I, I now I want peaceful and... All right, Babs, any more questions before we let them finish their waffles? Because I really get, it's getting cold while we're getting so deep in the land here. Enjoy the season. Thank Peace you. and blessings. Thank All right. you. From Maison Mathis and this is Paul signing off on Word on the Street and Love Babs, Love Talk at WNHA Haven's home for community radio. That was nice. That's a nice, that's a nice beginning of Lent. Thank you for that, Paul. I appreciate that. That's really nice. So, Harry, ashes. I, I don't know if I'll get some today. I have to, I've got 50 million places to be, but maybe I'll squeeze some in and I'll get somewhere. I wouldn't mind popping into a service. And I, I wonder if the um, um, St. Paul and St. James is doing a service this evening. The, the church, they, their, their music is all jazz. Um, and I, I ran into somebody that goes to that church. So... And they were talking about it. So this is all symbolism, right? <clears throat> all of this uh, religious stuff for the 40 days, right? Ashes is, is ashes to ashes, right? Dust to dust, basically. Yeah, you know? it's, it's a, it's a, it, you know, it means a lot of different things. Um, yeah, because I, I, I've never, I mean, I was, I grew up Catholic. So... You know, it's like mandatory to put that stuff on your forehead. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I never really got it. You know, I, symbolism, I guess, since even from being a child, it, it never clicked with me. Wanting to follow any tradition. Well, I, I, I like it. I like ritual and I like tradition. And 
And uh, and it just it just puts me in a good frame of mind to sort of, you know, for thousands of years people have been carrying out this tradition, this ritual, and uh, it just makes me feel more connected to to a larger body of people as we step into this season of Lent. So I was you know, reading that it's you know it has to do with Palm Sunday was last week, right? No, so they, wasn't it? Well, whenever Palm Sunday is, they they bless those palms from that palm. Sunday. Oh yeah, they do, they do, they do. Because our church, we would order sp specific um, palms uh, from a specific place to, uh, and then and that's what uh, they get the ashes from the palms. Well, that's last right? year's palms because Palm Sunday this year is April second. Oh, okay, so it's the palms from last year. So we would uh, we would order these particular palms. I want to say from Israel or somewhere, um, or somewhere uh, that were that were uh, first of all ecologically okay to burn, <laughs> and then we could have them for the next next year. So, um, so yeah, uh, Palm Sunday comes before Easter, so. Um, as we march into the city, as we march into celebration. So, so yeah, I haven't had ashes in a very long time. Uh, in a very long time. I, still, I, was, I, I was saying stuff, but I was on mute. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, so I'll find out if uh, St. James, I mean, I've got some stuff to do this evening, but if there's a chance to get to, to pop into church, I might try to, do that even though i don't really have a, a a specific church home i could ask around see what people are doing <laughs> you know for for my my sister and i um it was just the most hilarious thing as children we thought it so funny to watch people walking around with a a dot of ash on their forehead well yeah for little kids it might be if you you know if you don't understand you know, yeah. but even now, like if I'm driving and like driving in today, a couple of people already had, you know, the dots on their head. Yeah. And I do a double. Well, it's not just, it's like, not so much a dot, it's the sign of the cross. Right. So. You know, well, the, it's, it's more like a smudge. Because you never get the cross, you get the smudge. <laughs> I didn't see what they got going on. Do they have a service? Oh, they are open today at 10 o'clock. I wonder if they have a service. Do they have drive-by ashing? They do in some places. I don't know of any place in New Haven. I think there's a couple of Catholic churches, and I think there is a Catholic church in Hampton that does it. Mm. I mean, they can use a paintball gun and just hit you as you go by. Well, that would hurt people. So why would you do that? <laughs> Paintball guns, the velocity alone would knock somebody's head off. Hey, suffer like Jesus. Jesus didn't suffer from paintball. <laughs> he, suffered from, he's, he suffered from nails in his hands hung Ooh. to a cross. Yeah, that's a little more. That's a, well, a little bit. That's worse. a little more involved. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So, you know. Um, 
Listen, they don't have a, I don't see a service this morning. Huh. Well, I could always call them and see what's happening. So, so I mean, you look like you really want to go and do this. I, I miss, I miss having a church home, you know. I miss when 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 it's these moments like this where I like the but you know I feel like any church I go into is my church home so I'm not really I'm not really uh you know <laughs> I could I could pop into a a a, a noon mass I, you know you're you're a fellowship person anyway wherever you go so I I would figure you wouldn't miss the fellowship part of it mm. because you're like always in you you're always holding church right. I think I feel like it. Right. <laughs> it's like that. I mean, I, I see, you know, people like that. It's like if I go out with my wife and she's with a bunch of people, she's that's her fellowship. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think I think so. I think so. I am one for fellowship because I think it's necessary. This is necessary and needed. So, yeah, but I'm, I'm looking forward to. Um, Stepping into this fasting season, Harry, I'm, I'm, I feel very committed to that this year, you know, so, and it's only from sunup to sundown, like, you know what I mean? Like, I ain't missing a whole bunch of, like, I pretty much fast already, so. I mean, I See, that's much... why I love the time we're living in now, that I could identify as anything, and, like, I identify as fasted. <laughs> what been does that mean? That. Been, been there done that somehow <laughs> so uh and, and I, I i meant to get up this morning and, and spend a little bit more time in prayer i only spent like two seconds in prayer <laughs> but i have all day so you know i i will i will i will create some dedicated time for prayer i i pretty much like it in the morning but because i didn't get up and study this morning because normally I'm up at 5 a.m., 5 to 8, studying. I didn't get up this morning. I slept in because Mardi Gras last night. And Mardi Gras wasn't late. I was home by like 9, you know. <laughs> but, but I mean, what's what's prayer, right? So it's like a few seconds of prayer, is, that should be enough, right? I say the, of course, this is Harry being mean, but when I used to go to church and kneel down next to somebody who's repeating something for an hour, I just think they're unfocused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I said what I got to say. And I'm up and and now, you know, I'll meditate. Yeah, but you on... know, it's everybody needs a different thing, Harry. Some people, yeah. they need the fervent prayer for an hour. I, I don't think I need an hour's worth of prayer either. But I do like to have more than two seconds. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> See, I'm like with God. I'm like, bro, either you're listening or you're not. I ain't gonna repeat this 20 times. And I, I think God is always listening, but but I but I would like a, a bit more formal, a little bit more formal time uh focusing on God and prayer. Do you know what I mean? Like it just feels it just it just makes me feel a little more connected to it. Um, but I, you know, I'll do what I do. I'll you know. Like two minutes of two seconds of prayer, Harry, is still prayer. Like, of course. <laughs> it's focused prayer. It's focused. It's, you're saying you're getting to the point. God ain't got time for you to listen to you. Listen, yeah, I'm not, I'm not yammering on like, oh, well, you know. No, I'm like, 
Yeah, I'm not criticizing anybody. I'm joking. Uh, no, I am, but <laughs> I mean, these days, prayer for me is about making sure bad stuff doesn't come out of my mouth. No bad energy comes out of my mouth. <laughs> you know, no bad energy. Energy that I mean. I mean, I, I taunt people and everything. That's different. <laughs> um, but that I mean, right? Like I would never mean something mean about Babs because. I believe in karma and all of that stuff. So it's like making sure nothing bad comes out of my mouth so it doesn't re it doesn't visit me, you know, towards the no, end of the I, day. I feel you. I feel but, you about um, that. But like if I'm on a plane and the plane's going down, I'm gonna be praying. Straight straight up. Or if I'm or if I'm it's late at night and I'm watching The Exorcist, I start in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> that stuff comes out of my mouth real quick. I'll be like, oh, in the name. <laughs> oh my God. No, listen. I I I I say my prayer when I get in my car. And I always say, God, just guide my driving, guide the driving around me. I pray that I and then when I arrive someplace. Thank you, God, for letting me arrive here safely. Not it's not a big whole thing, just acknowledging that I, I am grateful that I arrived safely. Thank you. Because people die in car accidents. And uh so you don't believe in it being your time. I, I oh sure. I mean, I think I think we all have a number, Harry. Right. So it's like if you pray, like, God, take care of me, and he's like, Yeah, but you're dying in this car. Yeah, no. it's your time. This is my time. It's your time. You know. You know. So the so the prayer has to include, you know, uh, cover me and cover those that are around me. So even if it's my time, don't let me kill somebody else. Well, it's right. It's basically like uh, like Jesus, right? Uh, pass this cup. But wait a minute, not, not my will. Your will be done, even though I'm suffering right now. I'm going to put it in your hands. There you go. But, you know, there you go. That's my my preaching. No, no, that's an Easter preaching. Hold on. I'm trying to go back in my. <laughs> Are you going to take the girls to church? Do, 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 does, do their parents take them to church? They used to. Um, now that. Their weekends are full of activities. Mm. It's like, I, I listen, doubt it. You got little kids, man. Their I'm weekends sure. are full. <laughs> but I you know, remember that stuff. Ooh. Yeah. They got, they got, uh, they got good parents. <laughs> so, oh, I know they got good parents. They're being taught, they're being taught morals. A church is not needed for that. But, you know, I, I get it. I mean, I, I, I like church for my children. I mean, of course, you know, my husband and I, you know, we taught them things, but we just wanted them to have uh, uh, another community in which to draw from, from one that was rooted in a faith so that when they, when they got to places in their life that they struggle with or whatever, that they, they have a foundation on which to build. You know that they're not out there bereft and 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 feeling alone. That they have a faith community that they can connect to, and 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 a sense of ritual to connect to, 
and a sense of prayer. Um, you know, that, and that's all I wanted to give them. I wanted to give them a sense of that kind of community. Because uh, I, I had that kind of community. It did, it did wonders for me. You know, uh, that's how I can leave it and come back to it and leave it and come back to it uh, because it is important to me. You know, Def- definitely. I-, I was actually having a conversation with one of Norma's interns yesterday. Um, who's, you know, trying to figure out life and <laughs> he's 15 years old. He's trying to figure out <laughs> I remember being 15, Harry. So the angst is real at 15. And being confused as hell, yeah. Yeah, and scared and nervous. And and trying not to be led the wrong way and led astray and everything. And I was telling him, I was explaining to him that I know everything he's talking about. And what saved me was actually deciding that I was going to be put my focus on God and be born again at 17 years old or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So um, I was trying to explain to him, he's like, so are you a Christian now? I said, I wouldn't call myself a Christian, but those foundations, that, that foundation that I, I got when I decided to convert and learning from the Bible and stuff like that, all of that stuff has stayed, is embedded now. So I think about stuff like that when whenever i'm making any decisions i think about the right decisions and what you know it's like the old lady here she tells me you're you're more christian than most of the people i know (laughs) and i'm like well it's because there is a foundation you know that that i look back on you know and i say to myself (laughs) that's what saved me so how could i look you know at that as the wrong thing even though I don't follow all the, right. I can't do all of that stuff. But the the main up, upon this rock, you know. Go ahead, Harry. Give us a word, Harry. <laughs> Harry, give us upon this rock. I stand. <laughs> right. So so you know, I was trying to explain that to him, and he was he was actually listening. I you know I'm always impressed when young people listen. I I, I feel the same way too. You know, Harry, because I grew up. Pentecostal. I am not Pentecostal now, but Pentecostal was the foundation. It really was the foundation for my own self. And and even though you couldn't catch me in a Pentecostal church, it is in me, Harry. Like yeah. it is, it is in me. You know, you know. You know and, and I and I, it's not a bad thing. Yesterday, when Paul walked in, he asked me. Was the radio one where we on FM? And I was like, oh, you know what? I didn't even listen to our station coming in this morning. Cause I was actually listening to an audible book um Left Behind, the Christian, the Christian series Left Behind. Oh, I know, I know those series. People still read those books. Well, I guess yeah, they I find was... a new audience every now, you know, they find new audiences. Well, the thing is, Audible gave it to me for free. Okay. So I said, Man, I remember reading the books. Um, so I started listening to it. Actually, I finished it on the write-in today. And now I'm looking forward for the rest of the series, you know? <laughs> and it's because, like I said, it's it's a foundational thing. I, I, I'm attracted to those things. I love gospel music. I love all of that stuff because it it, it just, it, it brings me back 
to the it centers me. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, so I, I, I criticize I criticize Christianity and stuff a lot, but in, me no, too, way, Harry. <laughs> in no way am I say, saying it's a bad thing for you because yeah. if it saves you, it saved me. So if it saves you, I say stick with it. And if it if if when you stray away from it, if you find yourself losing yourself, go back to what saved you. Yeah. You know. That's it. That's that that's not a bad thing. So that's not a bad thing. Right. Not a bad thing. And, and, and Paul is right here. That was the oh. early word on the street, Paul. Man, he walks fast. What did he run? I'm gonna make sure to get someone with asses. Babs is saying you're gonna start beating us on the air. Well, I was wondering what's <laughs> gonna get someone asses. The masses are still early. No, yeah, he yeah. wanted to do an Ash Wednesday. Which I, which I, which I, which, which makes me very happy that uh, that we got to talk to somebody, you know, as they as they step into the season of Lent, you know, because people are very quiet about that. You know what I mean, like. Do you know what I mean? Like they go about their, they go and they go about their time, and yeah. it's not a whole lot of conversation about it. You know, I, I like I said, I grew up Catholic, so I, I knew what all these rituals. I knew it was just like you know, I did my communion, my confirmation, <laughs> all of that stuff. And the thing is, is that I never felt right. And, and I don't want to criticize any religion, not whatever. You believe in Jesus, stick with that. But um. I never felt right with my priest, right? So he just was not right. Didn't like the way he rubbed my shoulders, didn't like any of that stuff. So, and and I would grab my sister and hold her to my side whenever he was around. So I always thought of church as creepy when mm. I was Catholic. Um I I loved sis, you know Sister Mary Lawrence. I remember her because she was like the the a freaking angel compared to the priest that I felt bad vibes coming from him. But um, so so when I decided to go to Pentecostal, it was like a breath of fresh air. Even though I became a little bit radical there for a little bit, I'll say for about three years, I was like. You know, you're going to hell if you don't come for holidays, you know, and all that stuff. But <laughs> what it did, you know, sent to me, it gave me a foundation. So, but, you know, once I got my kids and everything and people started trying to apply church doctrine to my children, I said, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I get you. So I'll teach, I'll teach them myself how to be good human beings whether to serve god or not it'll be their option their choice their way you know and you so, did a good job yeah i got good kids they're, they're good people i mean they are good people decent good people yeah you know and that's exactly what i was telling the young guy um yesterday I, the, I said my proudest thing is that i have two contributors to society <laughs> right that my children are good kids and they contribute you know and and what more can you ask for can ask for more than that Hola. you cannot you cannot you know and i told them that's what you need to do i say you look look around you because a lot of the people if you decide 
to invest in you, a lot of the people you know now are going to be in the same spot. But because you decide today you're going to invest in you, you'll be miles ahead of them. And you'll look back and say, wow, that could have been me staying in the same spot, in the same hole, not wanting to climb out of it. You know, so... Man, I sound I'm sounding inspirational now. You I, are. I'm just... <laughs> Gary. <laughs> I was glad when they said unto me. <laughs> you know that you know, let me tell you, Babs. If I could just go to church for the for the singing portion, the praise portion of it. Yeah. And then bounce out. Yeah. I would do that more often. You know, I you, love... you know you can't do that, Harry. <laughs> no, but then I feel bad walking out on some, you know, the preacher and stuff like that. And... That's why, you know what? You should just probably um, just go to like gospel. You know how they have gospel concerts? Like you might just oh, like yeah. a choir concert. Yeah. And those, and those happen quite often, you know. Where you don't have to deal with all the other stuff, but you want to hear some. Because I'm I'm that way too, Harry. Because um, I I go to U, you know my church was UCC church. So, but I I but there were times when I missed a good gospel choir, and we had a beautiful choir. But sometimes you just need a tambourine and a, you know, yeah. and a. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the best, that's the best part. <laughs> you know, you gotta give me some give me some old school. You know, foot tapping, you know, well, 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 <laughs> some of that. Uh, and so, yeah, I think that's probably why when I was talking to Jonathan uh, yesterday, because he does the Heritage Chorale, um, that, you know, they just go around and they sing places. Babs, I like your purple hair. I noticed from. Oh, please. All right, the hair has been purple since last week. No, I oh I noticed yesterday. Is that bad? <laughs> no, it got it got done Friday. <laughs> oh, okay, because I was like, I, I forgot to mention the purple hair, but it's not that I didn't notice. <laughs> I mean, I, you're a guy, you know. I don't uh I, I don't I don't uh I don't I don't I, men. This is just and, a defect. You're right. It's a defect. And and and, and specifically heterosexual men. <laughs> it's, it's a defect. Because my gay male friends are like, ooh, girl, yes. <laughs> my my, <laughs> well, my yeah, heterosexual that's, that's male stereo, friends. That's stereotyping, Babs. But it's true. <laughs> it's like I'm, you're right, because you hear this all the time, right? Like if I'm in the same room with a <laughs> gay man or something i i don't want to label anybody these days but and then a woman comes into the room you'll always hear your hair your nails and all of this stuff and i'm like whoa what <laughs> i didn't see any of that <laughs> yeah i'm like her nails what's wrong with her nails oh <laughs> i'm thinking this ain't wrong <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, no. They have blue nails, although it's time to get them done. But they they held up beautifully, though. Oh, so, you got to get purple, right? Don't you? I mean, I, I don't. These, these are blue. But do do your nails have to match your hair or no? Oh no, no. My hair, my nails never match my hair. Are you kidding oh. me? My glasses don't match my hair. 
<laughs> I don't know the rules, Babs. <laughs> no, no. Your purse and your shoes match. That's the only matching that happens. And even then, that's suspect. I mean, I, I shouldn't say I like to match, so. Well, yeah, black on black on black. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I throw a gray in there every once in a while. I, yeah, uh-huh. I don't I don't I have a gray when. undershirt. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, gray lettering. You got gray letters. I'm waiting for the 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 decidedly colorful shirt with no black in it. You know, I I have one ready. And I said the, the other day I was gonna use it last week when we were gonna do the staff meeting. And I said, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna wear you know we you know we had a staff meeting. <laughs> I know we had it yesterday, but but yet, but last week I had committed to going. <laughs> right. So, so, but I was going to wear a shirt right? and I said, well, you know what? I'm going to save it for the staff meeting so I could surprise Babs, you know, <laughs> with a colorful shirt. But, you know, and then yesterday I thought it was Wednesday all day, Babs. <laughs> so so I didn't I'm sorry. So to... what, what does that have to do with not wearing the shirt? <laughs> well, I I'll wear it. I was in the mood to wear the shirt. Now I'm not in the mood to wear that colorful shirt. Are you going to come to staff meetings at least once a one time this year? If they have it here, I'll be oh, here. Oh, okay. You know, we did talk about that too. We did say so, you know, we, should, but, we should bring um, some sandwiches in or something. You know, I mean, just walking from my car to the, you know, studio is like, Every my my knee buckles here, my knee buckles there. It's like, am I gonna make it without, you know, fracturing my legs? And the thing is, is that inside the office, I move pretty well, so everybody thinks, oh, yo, he can do this. But three blocks, four blocks is torture for me. Hmm. Okay. But I go to the surgeon this Friday. So. Oh! We'll Which one are you going to? Are you going to my surgeon or are you going, you found your another one? No, um, through my doctor. Okay. So and where is it? Is it in New Haven or is it um up by where you are? Logatuck, I think. Okay. Close to where I live. So are you in the um what is that healthcare system? Hartford Health? What is it? Middlesex. Uh, Trinity Health. Okay, I think. All right, but you're gonna go have the conversation about your knees, and I'm gonna tell him if he has an opening, I'm ready. Whoa, I'm ready to go under the knife. Whoa, see if you get it done by summer's end, Harry. Oh my gosh, but you know, they never schedule that fast, so yeah. Because you got to go and get all these other tests and you got to get sign-offs from people. That's the that's the that's my biggest issue. All these follow-up appointments. I know. But I got, you know, the safety. So you get it done. You know, each time you, each time you do one, it gets you closer to... I was anxious as hell. I was like, oh, my God. I, <laughs> I just need to do it, man. I know, I know I'm going to be good after. I want to oh, be yeah. able to go on hikes and stuff like that oh yeah your life will change like the quality of your life you'll be like are you kidding me i should have did this 
15 years ago. Well, now yeah. you're doing it, so it doesn't matter. You're doing it. And Saturday, Baz, I, I'm going to a play. What? Karen bought tickets at this small little theater in Waterbury, Seven Angels. Uh-huh. Um, theater. So So what you gonna what's the play? I don't even know. Oh my god, when's the last time you've been to a play? I haven't. I think the last one I went to was not the, the ones with your kids in it. <laughs> no, no, no. The, I went to the color purple on Broadway. Oh, okay. Okay. Um Fantasia played uh was the lead role. So, okay, um, that was so, a minute ago. Okay. That was a while ago. That's the last <laughs> no no no. I went to like did I go to like yeah, I went to Lion King a few years ago. Okay. And it was the most uncomfortable. You know, situation. I, I I hate being in a place where I feel well. I mean, I was re- a lot heavier. I was a lot heavier. Yeah. So the seat was like really small, and everybody's on top of you, and you're on top of them because you're the big one. You know what I'm saying? So really uncomfortable. So you know, if if it's a good seating arrangement, I'm gonna try to enjoy it. <laughs> oh, I think you. I think you will. I'm I'm excited about this going to see the orthopedic surgeon. Yeah. I'm excited by that. Because I know uh, how that's gonna make a huge difference in your life. Yeah, it's gonna change everything. It's also gonna change my my vacation choices and everything. Yeah. I'll want to go sightseeing and stuff like that wherever I go. Yeah. Yeah. And you have more. You know, mo- more mobility. You'll want to do more stuff. Might even take your bike out. <laughs> yeah. Not not in. I'll have to drive to New Haven to go bike riding. <laughs> Waterbury Mountains is like. I, I'm just. I'm. E bike. <laughs> you know, I'm amazed by some of the people in Waterbury. How they just. They walk. You know, up the mountains and everything. People with their groceries. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, Karen How and I gonna get up there. Karen and I have stopped and offered some people to drive them up, and they're like, "No, no, no, no." I'm like, "It's like okay. this is the exercise I need. This is, do you know what I mean? You know how people say this is the exercise. This is all the exercise I get, so I might as well get it." Well, that's some serious exercise. You know, serious exercise. But I'm I'm always surprised why everybody in Waterbury isn't healthy. <laughs> like they should be fit. Well, you know, fit fit is a broad definition. Cause I feel like if you can walk up a hill and you don't pass out and the EMTs don't have to come get you, I think you're pretty damn fit. That's true. That's, that's what I say, Harry. No. That's true, because it doesn't matter if I'm thin. If I can't do it, but you can, <laughs> I'm not <and> fit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not fit. So, I, listen, this I, listen. I I hate stairs. I hate them. Yeah, you know, and it's because my right knee just just hurts. It's not strong enough. So so I have to strengthen um, before you know the the muscles in front of the knee. That's yeah. what I have to do. You know, and and that's what I've been concentrating on a lot is the doing squats before bed and when I get mm-hmm. out of bed. 
because to strengthen the muscles around the knee. Because it's like my knee wants to give every five minutes. So it's like my muscles have to catch me. You know, before well, if you're doing that now, that'll help you before surgery. Oh no, and hey, after hey, surgery. That's another thing I plan to do when they go, oh well, you know what? Maybe therapy or maybe this. I'm gonna say, let's do everything, all the stuff you think I can't do right now. Let's get that out the way because I do so much exercise. Unbelievable. And I'm I'm like flexible, like you wouldn't believe. So let's get that out the way and let's just go straight to surgery. There you go. I feel you. I'm I'm excited. I hope they give you an early date too. Like, you know, we don't have to worry about COVID too much. So, you know what I mean? They're not backed up. So good. Let's do it. Yeah. And you better yeah. tell us when you do it too, Harry. Don't do that crap. You don't tell us and we find out after the fact. Because I will message Karen for real, but Karen. Oh, you know, those those are going to be Zoom weeks, complete Zoom weeks (laughs) when I'm on recovery. You'll be all right. You'll be absolutely fine. You'll be fine, fine, fine. As somebody who has had their surgeries. before Before my brother passed, you know, I remember it was that Thursday, I think it was, that I had to walk up these stairs and I hurt my hip. I, hurt, I, not, I felt then I went, had to go to Florida, walk the airport. And of course, I didn't want this wheelchair bab, so I made everything worse. So all of that walking, when I came back from Florida, I was in such pain. I felt like I was walking on two, like two knives were stuck in Ooh. my knees. You know, and I'm just starting to feel better. I said, I'm going to go to the doctor. And he's going to say, well, you look like you walk fine. And I'm going to be like, no, 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 no. Let's not play this game. (laughs) I'm going to sit down for five minutes and show him how my knees lock instantly. And how I have to prime them just to be able to get up and move around. Well, Paul knows I'd be bouncing here. Everybody here sees me stretching and bouncing and everything just to go to the studio. Yeah, I can't wait for this. This will be good. This will be good. You have to have them both done. So, all right. It, you know, it, if I could convince them to do that. I know. I, people have done it. I, I don't think they recommend it for people, but it depends because some people can handle it. You might be a good candidate for both. At the same time, you know what I mean? Like you might be a good candidate yeah. because you don't, you're not a, you don't whine. You're not going to whine about the pain or how hard it's going to be. You're just going to do it. Yeah. I, that's what I want. I just want to go. I want to yeah. get up and go. I know. Yeah. And I'll come hike with you. As soon as you get your, as soon as you get these new knees, I'll bring my new hips. We can take a hike in the woods, bring a Let's stick. See. So we have to fight off bears and mountain cats or whatever. <laughs> Oh, dear Lord. Can we not go in those areas? <laughs> Even though and now, now I'm scared to walk my neighborhood after seeing that bear. It's like a monster in my lives in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and he must like white people because all the white people are like, oh, does he have a tag? Oh, he's fine. He goes, oh, he's fine. I'm like, 
tag means fine. I, I don't know. <laughs> I never learned that in the hood. Well, you know, tag means that they're monitoring the, the bear. Yeah, so at least they'll know which bear killed me. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, is that, that bear with the tag? Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm not done with that. So, anyway. I feel you. <laughs> so, all right, we're going to take a break and we'll be back in about 15 minutes. So, y'all stay tuned. Keep it, what is it? Joe Ugly said, keep it locked. <laughs> I don't know. Keep it ugly. I don't know. Keep, keep it locked. Keep it ugly. <laughs> We'll be right back. You got to be careful. You say you say Beetlejuice three times, he shows up. <laughs> you know, I've not seen him in a good while. Have you yeah. seen him? Have I've y'all talked, talked to him? him? I've talked to him, but I haven't seen him. How's the show doing? He's um, he's now on Facebook, YouTube. He's no longer on Twitch anymore. I, honestly, I he he has his show. So if you go and look for it, um. To be stream, to okay. be stream.com, you'll be able to find his show. Okay. But I don't follow, so don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a long time. So but, I see I seen his son, but I haven't seen him. So we'll be back. Yeah, you're listening to Love Bass Love Talk on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Let's do this PSA. While COVID may not stop a baby's heart, isn't a child with a rising fever, cough, and chills enough to make your heart skip a beat? Children are 19% of reported COVID cases with higher rates in Hispanic and Black children. Vaccinated six months to five-year-olds are 80% less likely to get COVID, which means 80% healthier New Haven one-year-olds and 100% happier New Haven parents. To learn more, visit nhvvax.org. My mind is filled up with clarity. All I need is peace of mind until they bury me. Living life stress-free, full of integrity. A lot of people full of drama. I'm on the highway floating, sober, reflecting on life, striving to master self. And all my negative vices, advice from Andrew, the alcoholic was priceless. Don't tell him your moves before you make them remain silent. Another vet read me like the Bible. He said I wear the mask, but the mask don't cover what I did. Said he could see the pain under my eyelids. And straight to my soul, right through my iris. I've donated wheatgrass to the homeless. Pulled guns, shot a few brothers. I don't condone it. Did time. I gave them what I owed them. A few chicks I had to let go that I couldn't grow with. I start to understand Dr. Dre reason for making millions of dollars and up and leaving it. I guess peace of mind is Nati fe 
Harry Drills and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven.
103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. Welcome back to the second hour of Love Babs, Love Talk on Babs Rolls Ivy. It is Ash Wednesday, the first day of a 40-day Lenten season. And I was thinking about um, my blog, because I used to blog, um, Love Babs, A Life in Transition, which is still up. And I would uh, um, blog about Lent during Lent, uh, my Lenten journey. And uh, I even go back and look at that and and refresh myself. <laughs> uh, because, well, you know. Oh. Hello. Hello. Who is that, Harry? <laughs> so. I need to go back and look at my blog and refresh myself uh, because in my church, uh, Church of the Redeemer, that is now an apartment building. <laughs> um, uh, we were we were an arts loving, arts serving church, uh, and so a lot of our Lenten uh, journey was around ways in which we could be creative and uh, support creativity during Lent. Uh, and that really, that really, that really was the begin. I think the beginning of feeling art as part of my everyday practical life. I got to go back and look at that, but that really was the beginning for me. I think of um, integrating art as part, not just something you do, but something that is uh, every, part of your everyday practical life. Uh, and so, uh, I think that's probably why. I, I I I see the connection between art and religion um, so clearly, and so uh, and so necessary, particularly in communities that are uh, pressed and up against it. I mean, I live in a neighborhood that is, you know, overwhelm uh, overwhelmingly poor, coming from a neighborhood that was not poor, and so now I'm in this neighborhood that is overwhelmingly poor, uh, and. I just see the necessity of artistic expression in these spaces, you know, have a good day pick and just, you know, curating community as, as a form of art uh, is, I think what I'm called to do as part of a larger ministry of uh, God as the ultimate artist, if you will. So keeping with that thinking uh it just seems like a natural it just feels natural to me to sort of think about art and the creator and fellowship and prayer all as part of the same continuum that's that's how i see it and uh and it's just it just seems so uh clear <laughs> I feel so very, it feels so very clear to me, you know, as uh, art as part of a, a a social justice ministry, art as part of a, a, a religious expression, art as part of prayer, art as foundational to um, um, connecting to people. So, uh, so I feel I feel very clear about that, and uh, I feel like that's a path that I am going down and I'm drawn to, you know, 
Uh, so this is where I find myself sitting at 59, you know, uh, and thinking about that. So, uh, and Mardi Gras was, 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 it, it had a different vibe. It had a very celebratory vibe to it, you know, and you could tell, uh, that people were so happy to be with people. And for me, you know, and I'm still having the same conversation, even though I kind of switch gears a little bit. It's the same conversation about God and spaces and fellowship and and how we are connected to one another and and how we need each other, uh, how we need each other. And and I don't say need each other in the face of putting up with foolishness or or not breaking up with people or not going your separate ways from people. That, that's not what I'm talking about because all those kinds of things are necessary. It is, it is oftentimes necessary to, to leave people alone. It is sometimes necessary to break friendships. It is sometimes necessary uh, to, uh, to say, uh, to, dis- to disengage yourself from people and places and spaces. That's that's not what I'm talking about. Although that that is divine too, and and oftentimes it's messy. I I know of no clean breakups. I know that they can get clean <laughs> once you make a decision to to operate from a particular place. But breakups are hard and they hurt, and they and they should hurt. I don't think you should be able to walk out and walk away from somebody and not have it not have it affect you or feel some kind of way particularly if you loved someone it should hurt but that's not what I'm talking about what I'm talking about is you know at Mardi Gras last night you could see that people missed being in community of people and 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 as much as I love the arts and ideas festival it was outside um so the Mardi Gras was inside the library and people were happy to be inside with each other you know breathing all over that food but it was it was nice <laughs> i had a good time i danced a little bit uh uh drank a little bit talked a lot uh it was nice walked around a little bit you know I was tired i got tired it was good high five to the new haven free public library did a damn good job and i've gone to a couple of other um Mardi Gras, and they they always felt a little forced. This didn't feel forced. This felt absolutely celebratory. You know, like it just felt it had good vibe. It had good vibe, and I was happy to uh, happy to be in the space and and celebrate with my fellow lovers of libraries. <laughs> so it was good. It was good. So anyway, so. 40 days, I'm fast sun up to sundown. That's fine. I I can do that. Uh, I just have to remember to drink lots of water. I, I actually enjoy water. I just never think to carry it with me. So I've got to get better at carrying water with me. So I will do that. And I've got jugs of all sorts that have been tricked out for my behalf. So I will, you know, I'll fill a jug and put some water in it and and uh, drink some water because that's the only way you'll stay hydrated. 
and uh and you have to stay hydrated when you're fasting that's that's one of the key components so i just have to get better at that so so i fill my water bottles <laughs> fill my water bottles and uh and uh put them in my car bring them with me and just keep drinking water uh i think i will find myself some glass water bottles because glass water bottles um are better for the environment and i'm trying to move away from a lot of this plastic stuff even though they're pop free and all kinds of free and uh i i i think we need to just move ourselves away from uh from uh bottles plastic bottles uh so so anyway uh uh <laughs> yeah me <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Somebody sent me a text that was so, so funny and uh, uh, cracked me up and it just lifted my spirits. So, um... <laughs> uh, and it just cracked me up. And so I was just like, yeah. They they posed the question and I answered it to my own benefit. Do you know what I mean? So they were like, "Do you know?" And I was like, "Yeah, me." So it's that kind of thing. Uh, yes. Anyway, uh, I'm I'm embracing this Lenten season, and so uh, I think uh, I keep a journal by my bedside. I actually keep two journals by my bedside: one for poetry, one for other thoughts. And I think I'm going to start the Linton journey uh, and, and pick a theme. And uh, I think the theme will be health because I'm quite concerned about, no, I don't want to say quite concerned about my health. I mean, everyone should be concerned about their health. I think I'm going to just think about how I feel, physically how I feel, you know, I think, I think so that the prayers could be, God, give me strength. Do you see what I'm saying? So I can say, God, give me strength to walk longer. Give me strength to walk further. You know, give me strength to get up and down these damn stairs. And I don't have any stairs in my house, but I have stairs leading up to my house. You know, uh, so it's that kind of it's that kind of thing. So I'm thinking about that uh, as I as I continue to study for this LSAT, and uh, you know, do something with my apartment space because it's really annoying to me. Uh, and it's been annoying to me for quite some time, but I need to organize a little bit better. And I've got some plants that I need to transfer into other pots. I need to do that, <laughs> you know, adult stuff. So Lent might be a good time to just do some of that, that kind of commitment to, you know, making the space holier. That's how I'm going to see it, you know, just making the space holier and uh acceptable for myself and for god right like see it's that kind of language that i want to be using for the next 40 days you know how do i how do i make myself more acceptable to god how do i make my space more acceptable to god you know how do i treat this space like 
like a temple and how do I treat my body like a temple? How do I do, how do I, how do I do those things in and not be overwhelmed? Hey, Harry. I, I apologize for that. I was about to go on with you and then, you know, Lavos walked in. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, you did know, you I, have more signs behind you? That's uh, a lot of signs. Yeah, it's, it's some more signs. Uh, okay, all right. Got Area 51. Okay. <laughs> Area 51 back then. <laughs> and also I have my COVID. Uh, this is a COVID biohazard area, so... Yeah. Take your own chances if you walk into my area. Uh-huh. Um, but <laughs> so anyway, so you were saying how you get see I'm if I'm gonna go back to Christianity, Vez, I'm gonna be a lazy Christian. <laughs> I'm not gonna try to work too much on anything because Jesus <laughs> died on the cross for that stuff. Because no, I'm not able Jesus. to. Jesus died on the cross for sins, Harry. Sins. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not <laughs> I throw everything, right? So if, so if I have to think about my weight, I think of um, glutton, gluttony. Right? So I say, Jesus died for all of that stuff. So, you know, I, I put everything. <laughs> Here I go. I want to I preach. Man. Yeah, I put, I'll put everything in his hands. And be that lazy Christian who just got saved. Okay. How about that? Okay. I don't. I. I don't. I don't know where that falls, but <laughs> you know, when I when he, I don't know how to frame that out yet, but I, I'm a pray on well, it. You know, I think um the since I'm reading that uh Left Behind series right in the Rapture. Mm-hmm. And you know it says that G- when Jesus comes in the clouds, he's gonna he's gonna actually say to some of his followers, "You didn't know me." Oh, right. So think about that. Right. So you didn't know me, and I always say that to all of my Christian friends and family. I say, you know, what you have to decide is whether Jesus knows you or whether you know him. Okay, Harry. See, look, you're getting to be a little. That's a little harsh. It's harsh, but. So what I'm thinking is that that's why I say I'm, I'll be a lazy Christian because I'll just say, hey, look, I accepted that you did everything for me. <laughs> I'm just an accepting person. I didn't try to change anything. I said, look, in your hands, and I move on from there. Okay. All so, right. And you know what it also says, in the, God helps those that help themselves. Yeah. All right. Just You know that's I'm going to add a little bit of that in there. That's a different issue. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> it, it's like, um, what is it? When they asked him, should you pay your taxes? And he said, give Caesar what's of Caesar's. Give yeah. Caesar's. And I say, I tell people all the time, you have to decide whether you're giving Caesar everything. Whether Caesar is now in control of your soul. Right, so that's what you have to decide. So, in 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 adapting to everything in your life to, you know, to make room for everybody else's feelings, whether you're giving Caesar everything. Well, it doesn't say give Caesar everything, Harry. It doesn't. It, it says, says give, give Caesar, Caesar what is what's due his. Caesar. Right, what's his? So is is your soul 
Caesars. That's what you have to decide whether you're giving that up or, you know. And there you go. There, there goes my harsh preaching there. But you have to That's decide the- that. Think about that. Everybody out there. Am I giving Caesar everything? And th- does that include your belief system where you disregard yeah. your belief system to do other things just to get along with Caesar? Well, you can't give Caesar everything. Only give Caesar what Caesar's do. So you have to decide. He's not do whether... everything. He's, He's not, not do, do everything. everything. He's not do everything. Pay so... what you owe. Pay what you weigh. And that's it. And that's why, you know, I'm trying to help me help you here. <laughs> help me help you. you know. I just went to some nut stuff. But, um, but, but that's why I'm just trying to help people who believe in that. Him coming in the clouds and rapture and all that stuff. You have to decide whether he, you know him, whether he knows you, whether you're giving Caesar too much, all of that stuff. If you really believe in this thing, those are serious questions in your life. I, I hope people get answers to them. I'm clear about my relationship and my relationship right. with, with the divine is predicated on fellowship and community. I, 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 I'm not one for the solely personal relationship. It's because Christ calls us to be in community. And uh, so in community, I, I do my best work. I do my best. I'm my, I'm a best, my best human when I'm in community. So that's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm pretty clear on mine too, right? I'm, I'm always gonna run up against everything, into the shields, into the everything. I'm gonna go head first into everything until I get what I want. What my, what I. Answers to my questions, my others, everything. You know, I, I remember a, a pastor telling me, maybe you shouldn't come to this church because I had too many questions. <laughs> He's right. like, listen, I'm not going to spend my time answering these questions with you. Right. You know, so after which preaching, is which is a terrible thing to say as right. a minister, I think. I think Harry. A- after preachings, I would ask them, "Okay, so how was that Holy Spirit inspired? Where did you get that from?" And he would, in in the beginning, he thought I would accept whatever he told me. That's not me. I, I like uh, I like to be able to go and read it myself prove it myself and everything so you know he told me yeah you know what maybe you're questioning god too much and i said but it, the bible says test the spirit i'm gonna <laughs> test it all the way he's like listen there's a church two doors down <laughs> yeah yeah and, and the thing <laughs> is is that he that pastor so that the youth would always flock around me they always wanted to hear what I had to say. So it was like, no, I don't want you to infect the youth with doubt. See, that, that's, a, that's a terrible minister right there, yeah. Harry. Yeah. I'm just going to say that as, as someone who, I, and that's just a terrible, that's just a terrible minister who is not, is not helping anybody, but just being 
self-serving. Don't ask me any questions. Just do what I say, follow what I say, listen to what I say, and don't get other people wanting to ask questions either. Well, right. It was he converted Christianity into a fascist, you know. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, you know, you could read, I mean, read the Bible. I would tell him, wait a minute, you, you know, you're losing me here because you're supposed to preach the Bible. I'm telling you that there's spiritual freedom in the Bible. There's questioning in the Bible. There's all of this stuff, you know, you're not supposed to stay, you know, like a captive mentally. It doesn't say that. And, you know, so it that bothered him, but he wasn't the first pastor that I rubbed the wrong way. Yeah. You know, because you had some, you had some inexperienced ministers with the word. Yeah. Because you get a good minister that understands. And, and this is what I'll say too. Rabbis are good for questions too, because they welcome questions. They love to wrestle with scripture and all this other kind of stuff. I love, I love, I love wrestling with scripture and 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 I like ministers that wrestle with scripture. So these guys love, that it was yeah. you was with, they wasn't interested in that. Like that's not what they were interested in. Right. I love that stuff too. I, I love to, well, you know, I love to question every single thing. And like I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pound my head against that wall until the wall tell, you know tells me exactly like, like the wailing wall at in Israel yeah I'd be one of those <laughs> they'd be like Mr. Jones you have to leave the wall your tears like, nope. are your tears are wearing it out <laughs> but but you know so and I I that's what I encourage in everybody's mind right it question everything even though those your your best friends who are leading you astray question that if he's really your friend tell him hey this is stupid mm. i'm not down with that is this gonna affect my friendship if i bounce right now and if he oh. says yes it's gonna affect your friendship then that's not really your friend you see you if you question everything you get the answers you know and i did that my whole life i bounced on everybody some permanently because I got my answers, you know. So it it's all about that, and that's why you know I'm, that's why I'm not in the church right now. I'm gonna maybe one day lead a church. <laughs> you Bef should. Befile. I'll come to your church, Harry. <laughs> and I'll be like, Bab, stop questioning. <laughs> Bab says two churches, <laughs> two churches that down. way. <laughs> <laughs> listen you capable you could bring the word you absolutely could bring the word i have every faith i have I so like, much faith i like the bible i do too i like you know i don't like well, all of it there's but flaws and everything listen but that's okay <laughs> listen there's flaws and everything is right that's right and it's okay this is it's okay as long as you don't Basically, you know, uplift the floors and feed that to your congregation. <laughs> That's the stupidity that still goes on out there. <laughs> you take those floors and you go, look, we, we mess up every once in a while. Let's throw out these floors and let's move forward. And I, 
I can even live in the flaw. Like I can even make, I make space for the flaws because we are all flawed people. And, uh, and I don't think we do enough of examining, not dwell, but examining and being truthful about, you know, the things that we don't understand. Some things I think, Harry, are beyond understanding. Some things are, but the, like, in, like biblically, how overt the, the, uh, sexism is in the bible um yeah chauvinist all of that stuff you could get rid of and still have a god at the end of it you know what i'm saying People yes think because like, there are because there are women preachers there are women rabbis there are women's religious right scholars. women don't need to learn in silence no right <laughs> okay so all of that but that's what i'm saying people think like if you remove that one floor it destroys yeah i think you're right i think you're right harry that's why you know when i listen to people go down this road about homosexuality and i'm like you know i have to remind people that christ didn't say not one thing about homosexuality it was it was other people that were talking about it wasn't wasn't christ you know christ didn't say anything about it Right. And 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 if you look at the book and says, well, what what is most talked about in the Bible? Like, what is the most talked about thing? Well, love, love for each other, love for community. That is the most talked about thing in the Bible to be with each other, to be in fellowship with each other, to be to struggle with each other, to raise one another up. That's talked about more than anything in the in the Bible. Well, right. And yet we and focus thing, on the things that are not that are small and and insignificant. Right. The thing is, and and you look at who who wrote most of the Bible, who's you know credited with writing most of the Bible is Paul, right? The New Testament, at least. Um, and that guy was a very flawed person, right? And he said he was a flawed person, right? So you can't expect that he thought that everything that was he was writing down or was was being uh somebody was listening and writing it down that he thought he was all his words were perfect mm -hmm. he knew he was a flawed person as the words rolled out of his mouth you know and you have to know that none of these apostles or followers or whatever they didn't think they were they were they knew they had fallen they were so short of Christ who walked in a in, at a different level. Okay, now like you said, Christ didn't come out against that. You think they were you think in that time, you know, they didn't invent homosexuality until <laughs> Christ passed? No, right? And a lot of the stuff that you read about against homosexuality and i'm not i'm not pro anything or against anything i'm not making a statement here but a lot of stuff you read is after christ passes you know passes that the apostles start writing about stuff so i mean you have to decide for yourself whether your relationship with god is going to be based on you and god or what other people think about you and god you know, so there's that. I mean, 
your relationship is supposed to be a personal one. It shouldn't be you and and the 20 other people who are looking at you in the church because they don't like what you're wearing and you know that you're wearing pants that day and yeah you know, and that, that, and oh and god. that's and you know that kind of controlling stuff harry gets yeah. on my nerves yeah. oh my god your bangs you cut your back you cut your hair you got bangs <laughs> that was the the number one thing i told the pastor when i had my daughter don't ever speak to my daughter about any of the rules in this church because the rules that she's going to live by are the ones that are in my home. Not coming out of the doctrine that, you know, some <laughs> absurd organization makes you pay dues into. You know, and it was like, oh, I said, yeah, my daughter, when, it, when it's cold, my daughter's going to wear pants. When it's cold, I said, I've listed everything to the pastors. I'm like, don't, don't talk to my family about any rules. Unless they're biblical. <laughs> Unless he's trying to save me, shut up. <laughs> but if you're trying to control me, oh, that's not going to go well. Uh, but, but, you know, but we, we're in these these 40 days of struggle, Babs. Yeah. At least six days right now, right? Isn't it? Like still 46? Yeah. Somewhere around there. Um, but all of this stuff should be going through. Don't, don't, I mean, I'm not saying don't believe in God. I'm saying, but question everything you've been taught to see if you could be better. That's, that's the hope. That's the learning right there. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. That's the learning. And question uh, everything. You know, I, I, I'm going to say this. I don't normally say this. I love everyone from afar. <laughs> From afar, but I want the best family. Oh Lord, have mercy! I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna mess with you, Harry, because you just cracked oh me my up. God. All right, so you just cracked me you, up. You have you have a few minutes, but I have to start. You know, get ready for the next show. So, oh yeah, I've got like three minutes left. I gotta get out. I'm, I'm out. And so who's up after me today? Well, today is Wednesday, so we have. Oh, the guests are here at, early today. You, you look, you looking out, <laughs> out into the into the uh, office, like who's here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they're not supposed to be here yet. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> at eleven, we have Urban Talk Radio, Shafiq and Kingsley, and then at twelve, okay. we have um, Justin Farmer's having a special show today. So, okay. Okay, how's he doing? Tell him I said hi. I, I don't get to see. Yeah, too today much, it's so. um about the drivers' union, the Uber drivers' union movement thing. Oh, I didn't know there was such a thing. Yeah. That's okay. That. Listen, everybody want to organize. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm here for organized labor, yeah. Harry. I'm here yeah. for organized labor. Everybody so. needs an affordable wage. Yes. I don't know why we want to make beggars of people. Yeah. I don't know why we want to make beggars of people. And, well, uh, you know. <laughs> you know why? Because there has to be winners and losers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
You know how we roll. Oh, okay, Harry. <laughs> it's America. <laughs> okay, Harry. <laughs> and, and with that okay. said, love thy neighbor. <laughs> love thy neighbor as thyself, That's which right. we don't seem to want to. We don't want to do. We don't. We we don't want to do that at all, Harry. <laughs> we are not trying to love our neighbors as ourselves. Well, we're not I, doing that. I, you we're know, not doing I, that. I'm hypocritical when it comes to that too. I I, I love my neighbor. I want to love my neighbor. I just don't want him to come talk to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's that, right? <laughs> oh, I can't. Oh, <laughs> all right, I'm 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 gonna get up right, on out of here on. for this Ash Wednesday. See if I could go find me some ashes. If not, I'll just say more prayers. So, all right, y'all have a good have a good rest of the day, Harry. I will see you tomorrow morning. Have a very blessed day. Uh, go and <laughs> go and find yourself whatever it is you need. That's it. I will do that. You're listening to Love Bads Love Talk on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. See you.